perspective. Learn stories of success, avoid struggles they've met. Doctors of all kind come together to help you shine. So sit back, take it in, and it's great what you've been given on a doctor's perspective. Episode 153, News, TV, Doctor, and Video Help. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we hear Dr. Alex Vedan's perspective. Join 2017 and 18 Podcast Awards nominated host and best-selling author on Amazon as we get a behind-the-curtain look at all types of doctor and guest specialties. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Thanks for tuning in to another week. If you heard from the past couple episodes, at the end of the episode, actually, I play the new jingle. I want to thank Dr. Amy Arton, episode 97 for that. If you have any questions or would like to talk to her about getting some sort of jingle for you in a a variety of different actual genres of music, thesongdepot.com is where you can find her. Secondly, created a PDF, a giveaway on 16 different ways to hold chopsticks. If you ever were curious about that, obviously that coincides with the Excelling at Chinese Business Dinner. Uh, Could be a good read for you. If you're interested in just different cultures and those types of things, it's a short read, but it's jam-packed full of good ideas and takeaways that you can implement immediately. And today on the show, Dr. Alex, we're going to go through things about video. We've had a few episodes here and there about how to do video, so we'll get his take on it, finding your passion, and then he is best known for his work on TV. He is a regular at the news channels for like a health segment. So we're going to dive into that and find out how you could do it. How could you appeal to these news stations? And if that's not really your passion, how do you at least use that kind of motivation to do your own video series for Facebook, YouTube, etc.? We also crossed paths with China. So we'll discuss how he was able to go there and for what reason and, and all that. I think you're going to like this episode. It's a little bit different than usual. Uh, the first couple of minutes we do talk about like coronavirus and things, but it's just for a few minutes and then we move on to the rest of the interview. So all the show notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash 153. Let's go. Hashtag behind the curtain. Live from Germany and St. Louis today on the show, we got Dr. Alex Vedan. He is a chiropractor. He is, looks like he's still open because he's in his scrubs and uh, they're in Corona. <laughs> We just had some crossed paths that we just keep missing each other, like LSU and China and things like that. So yeah. we finally were able to connect. I'm so happy to have you on the show. So welcome to A Doctor's Perspective. Hey, thanks for having me here. This is fantastic. Uh, yeah, we, we, we are open, man. We're seeing patients and everything. And this is you're actually catching me the first day ever wearing scrubs in my entire entire career. What do you think so far? I mean, I'm doing it right now, too, and it feels comfortable. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not so bad being in pajamas and working all day. I'm in pajamas and tennis shoes. I have elastic elastic pants and drawstring, and I got to tell you, the elastic is so much more comfortable. <laughs> it's not so bad. Well, I'm used to always wearing, like, you know, the, the button-down shirt, the slacks, the whole deal. And I, I know we're, we're not here to talk about that, but it's it's one of those things where here the CDC – it's talking about different standards and guidelines. So we're like, well, we want to make sure that we're meeting those and exceeding those. And so that's what we're doing because now we can take the scrubs, leave them here, another set of clothes for at home and all that. So ah. we're not worrying about anything as far as cross-contaminating or anything like that. Do they clean easier? I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, that's one thing I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, I understand the separation of uh, clothes, but I'm like, do they just yeah. disinfect? They got a built-in uh, layer or something? I don't know. 
you know what? I don't know. I think that way you're just cleaning all of that together as opposed to with anything else and all this. Perfect. So I don't know. My team, they handled it. So I'm just running with it. Y'all got full sanitizer and are y'all wearing gloves or how's that working? Yes. We've got full sanitizer. We're doing all that. Um, we wear gloves. So I do a lot of temperament, joint dysfunction work. Anytime that we do anything around somebody's face or anything like that. Yes. We've got the, uh, the N95 masks. We're handing out, you know, the three ply masks to the patients and everything like that too. If wow. they want them, yes, we're sanitizing everything. Like it's, it's full. We're almost at the point where we're desperate for hand sanitizer as a doctor uh, without paying yeah. 18 times the normal price. That's the trouble. It's crazy. crazy. The, the price thing is crazy. It's, um, it, it's, you know, we got really fortunate in the fact that we, we actually got our supplies like right before everything oh, wow. really hit here, a timing thing where we got, so it all kind of came together on that aspect. Well, obviously this isn't going to be a full blown Corona episode or anything, but it's, it's on hot on everybody's mind. And pretty much this episode is going to come out right in the midst of potentially the, what I would call the reinfection. Cause once everything gets off lockdown, I'm pretty sure it's just going to pop back up. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out. But yeah. this, we're just going to have a normal episode talking about you talking about uh, the stuff we normally talk about on this podcast. So we're just going to start it off. Like what was, what's going on? How did you become a chiropractor? Kind of the, yeah. and where are you are now? So the way that I became a chiropractor was, is that I was actually uh, pre-med working at the hospital, actually at um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, you know, where, where yeah. we're both from, right? So LSU, all that kind of good stuff. So I was actually working, I was pre-med at LSU, uh, working at a teaching hospital that was there. Um, I was helping out on surgeries, helping out with innovating people, like everything. I was doing all of it. And years prior, I had had a concussion from a sports injury. Whenever I was, I got this concussion. And ever since then, I would have like five to six headaches a week. I would have one to two debilitating migraines a month. I tried everything in the medical route to get that corrected. And I, I tried for five years, but nothing was working. Um, working at the hospital, I was kind of like, I have access to everybody. So I would pick the neurologist brain. I would talk to, you know, all kinds of people. And, um, and nothing ever worked for me. And nothing ever helped correct my problems or anything like that. And one of my buddies, he, he finally kept on me about going to see his chiropractor. And I was like, why would I ever go see <laughs> right. a chiropractor? You know, who's like, I don't have neck pain, back pain. I have nothing. He was like, no, no, for your headaches, for those headaches that you keep on having. I was like, no, 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 no. You know, then finally one day I kind of, like, I got tired of it. And I said, all right, let me go see this chiropractor of yours. And I tell you what, I went to see that chiropractor. He explained what was going on. He kind of said, this is what we're going to do. And then I got that first adjustment and man, from that first adjustment, it was, I, I knew from that first adjustment, I said, I'm going to be a chiropractor. I'm not going to be a medical doctor. And then I'm going to get on TV to talk to other people about chiropractic. Like I, that was just like the two things that just, boom, just came into my head. And the reason was because I felt like I was in the medical field, mm -hmm. right? Perspective, kind of that idea. And I, I was into health. I was into all that. How come I didn't know more about chiropractic? And I thought if I don't know about it, then certainly other people don't. And so I wanted to get that message out there to more and more people. And, and that's, that's what I did. I became a chiropractor and started getting on TV to do that. Talk to more people about it. That's kind of like your um, kind of claim to fame, if you will, is being able to actually yeah. get on the news. I mean, the only time I ever made the news was I was doing a uh, Halloween promotion of like, get your x-ray, get your candy x-ray, make sure there's no razor blades, you know? Yeah. And one of the news channels was like, oh, we yeah. like that angle. I was like, yeah, okay. So I went on early in the morning, and uh, that was my one time on there. And they were horrible because they're like, 
you know, you didn't give us a, a logo or anything. Or I was like, you know, y'all, what? <laughs> so it was the worst exposure yeah. for me. But anyway, that was my story. That was the, but it's, it's not to say that it doesn't work, obviously, because you are doing it correctly. No. And mine was just a random happenstance. But a lot of people are in that same situation where they don't know that the news stations are really good about like we want you to be on, but they aren't so good about telling you what all the rules are behind that. Right. They aren't so good about telling you like all the stuff they want from you to make it a, a better, a better segment for them or for their viewers and bring more yeah. value to them. Um, Cause they're just so busy. So they don't think right. about that. I want right? my logo all over. That'd so, be great. <laughs> right. Right. Of course. So anyway, so before we jump into that part of the, of the interview, I'd love to pick your brain. How did you make it to China? What was the reason you went there? And um, yeah, why yeah. wasn't I invited? No, just kidding. But <laughs> that's a good question because we didn't exactly. know each other. I, didn't, I was that's like, why. wait, there's groups that go to China. What? Right, exactly. So really interesting. The ICA, the International Chiropractors Association, reached out to me. They said, "Hey, look, we're we're putting together a, a team to go to China, and we're going to do a, a media blitz and go over there, and we're going to." We're going to speak and we're going to lecture and we're going to meet with department heads and heads of hospitals and, you know, like all these different people. Right. And uh, we're going to do interviews and all that kind of stuff. And so they asked me to come and be part of that. And so I went over there and in, in 14 days, I personally, I personally went to 15 different cities Whoa. and then other, other, yeah, other groups kind of went and did similar kind of things, or maybe they, you know, they went to other cities and did that kind of thing, but it was fantastic. So that was that was my first time to China. My second time, it was a similar thing. But yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. I mean, seeing the response there in China from so many people that want chiropractic, but just, I mean, you know, it's a it's a country of what, 1.4 right. billion people. And, and they don't really know about chiropractic. They have no idea about it, but it so aligns with their thought process and philosophy of health and how the body functions and works. So when I would speak to them through a translator, they would be like, mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. So you're going to be here for a while or what, how do I get this? <laughs> yeah, they would, they would be like, so um, I even had people that would follow me to different cities. They would just be like, hey, so what's the next city you're going to? And I want to hear you speak there. And they would go there and listen. And I was just like, we've got to find these people chiropractors here. And so the ICA is working with a couple other uh, groups and colleges and that kind of thing to see about planting more practices there and seeing about doing things as far as starting a school there and all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's really interesting to see because it has a lot of people. I mean, you're, you're talking about what one seventh of the world's population is there. I mean, I was the only chiropractor in the entire province. People don't even have an idea of like how big that is. Entire New York state. And there's like one chiropractor for all of New York, except it's yeah. as big as New York. But anyway, so I've heard people, they were trying to get into there before the universities, but I guess there's just so much like bureaucracy and it's so difficult. Yeah. And that's why you see some chiropractic, some um, TCM doctors fly over, do a three month internship. They go back. They're very good marketers. And so like, I am an American trained chiropractor. Like, Hey, you're not. And I'm going to teach you how to do all of this. And luckily they do right. a lot of yeah. instrument adjusting and they try to do things safe. You know, not a lot of rotaries good. and all that kind of stuff. So at least that's good. But, you know, the Chinese people, they do know about, what do they call them? Uh, they're not bone setters, but the T, some of the TCM docs know how to manipulate. But it's kind of scary. Like some of the stuff that I'd see, I'd like, should I even post this online? Because, oof, that's, it's kind of scary really? like the way they were doing it. I was like, that just doesn't seem safe. Uh, eventually someone's yeah. going to get injured is kind of the point. Like, And then the, then the whole city, the whole country is like shut down. Like, oh, no, those chiropractors. And they don't. Right. Differentiate between how they got be learned, you know, how they learned what it does and everything. 
So, so that's that's another thing that the, that the ICA, in conjunctions with these other universities, are trying to make sure that that gets get, that it's off the table now, right? That those things don't happen because of the fact that we don't need that kind of risk for the public. We don't need that kind of a poor exposure for our profession. And we want to make sure that people are getting the best care possible. And that's obviously not it based on what your experience was in seeing that. And so whenever you have that kind of a thing, it's like, what can we do to best help the community so that they're as healthy as possible and functioning at their best? Are they going to be doing a lot of the anti-vaccine and we can take care of allergies and all that kind of stuff? Are they, are they those types of chiropractors? I don't know what kind of messaging they're going to have with any of that. I think it's at this point very, very early. So I'm not sure those kind of things, because it's so early on, okay. on the process, it's one of those things where it's like, this is going to be a long process. They're starting to make inroads. And so the idea is, is how can we work as a team to make this happen and make it to where it's a progression into to helping 1.4 billion people yeah. over there that, that are, they're begging for it, right? They're, they're asking for it more and more. Any, any CEO put us in their hospital and you can find somebody, like you're good to go. It's very easy to get licensed in China and that's do I, things legally is just trying to find that one person that's willing to pay American wages <laughs> for us to yeah. come out there. Because really, I mean, you think about the student loans, like we can't survive on what they, they even pay a normal doctor there just from our student loan payment. So it's logistically a nightmare. But let's jump into, okay, TV stuff. What's an angle that we can use or – sure. Sure. Should we just do Facebook Lives? Is it the same kind of concept and hopefully oh. you get picked up? What what can you drop on us? Okay, here's one thing. I know that some of the people that are listening and watching and that kind of thing are part of this. They're going to think of it and they're going to say, look, um, being on the news isn't for me. So you mentioned you know, Facebook Live or that kind of thing. Doing video is a great way to get your message out there, whether or not it's a Facebook Live or a recorded video or anything like that. One thing that I would definitely tell everybody is that Let's just take the group that's looking at it from the video standpoint right now. Um, video, I've, I've done hundreds and hundreds of videos and that kind of thing. I don't ever look at it and go, that was perfect. That was exactly everything. Like, be okay with it. You know, just, just I, I know a Marine of, that was a patient of ours for the longest time before he moved uh, back to Southern California. And he would say that their term was embrace the suck and just embrace the fact that this is going to suck and be okay with it. Just get better as you go. Right. And that's really what's going to happen. So there's that. Now, that's a different story whenever you're on the news. When you're on the news, they expect things to be a certain way, right? Like what you experience, they expect things to be a certain way. And if you don't meet those criteria, then the problem is, is that number one, you won't be asked to come back. Number two, the problem is, is that you'll, you'll not just mess it up for yourself. You'll mess it up for everybody else that has the opportunity to then help, not just don't think of it as like just help your practice, but think of it as help your community. Because mm -hmm. there's certainly times like I was just on the news talking about coronavirus, it makes it to where right now it's a, it's a timely segment. It's a timely opportunity that the news wants. They want something that's timely and they want something that means something to their viewers right now. Now I put that segment out there, but I'm not the only one that benefited from that. Like I've got friends texting me, you know, and shoot me texts and going, Hey, thank you for doing that segment because I got new patients from that too. Now, yes. Did my office benefit by getting new? Sure. Of, of, course, course. of course. But that's not really the thing. It's, it's, other people are going to say, well, his office isn't the right one for me. It's too far. It's too whatever. I don't, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't jive with how he does it. But this other one looks like the right one for me. Great. It gets more people underneath chiropractic care. And that's what I want. I want more people underneath chiropractic care and understanding what it is that we do. Right. So when you start to look at it from a bigger perspective of it's not just going to help your practice, it is, but how else can you do this? It starts to become, um, how can I add as much value 
to this new segment and to the viewers within that so that we all benefit. So everybody does. Well, we've seen these videos right now, at least in the chiropractic circle, of girls in bikinis getting adjusted, wow. why strapped, you know, know, the big neck pull. Yeah, he's shaking his head and not, not happy about this. Um, and, and that's the part of it. Was like it benefits them. Maybe it gets chiropractic exposure, but what is the, the true exposure that we want? Is that what we want to look at this? Yeah. I think <sighs> there's, there's, you know, I personally, it's not my thing. I know some of the docs that do that, and I understand their, their logic is, is that, yes, what they're wearing and all those things and, and their models and all that kind of thing, and they're wearing skimpy this and all that kind of thing, that's their clickbait, right? Does get the views exactly. I'm going to get more views. I'm going to get you know more people are going to watch this, and that's my clickbait. So I'm going to use that, and then what I'm going to try to do is then educate them along that process too. That doesn't jive with me and what what's right for me. I'm not going to sit there and say they're a horrible person. And I know you're not saying that either, right. but I'm not going to. I know some people really condemn them for that. I look at it as you know what they're trying to meet their audience where they are within that, and then show them. You know, some of because some of their some of the information they're doing is, is good information. I look at them like, well, that's still good information. That's just not what jives for me. Like, I I would not, as a man, as a Christian, as a married man, as all those things for me personally. And I'm not condemning anybody else for it. I don't mean it like that. It just doesn't jive with what resonates with me. It would seem completely uh, inauthentic if I were to do that to myself. And if that's what we all have to realize. Whatever video you do, whatever content you put out, whatever you do to help share your message of health, wellness, whatever it is, as long as it's authentic to you, you're going to draw the right audience to you. Whenever it's inauthentic and it's not right, then that's where the rub gets there because you're not congruent with who you are. When you're not congruent with who you are, then there's this disconnect and people go, I don't know what it is about this. I don't like what it is here. There's something wrong with this. Mm -hmm. And I think also, like you said before, it's the global now, what do chiropractors look like? If you got 2 million views of skimpy ladies, it's like, does the 45-year-old lady who's overweight and doesn't feel good about herself, like, is that what's going to have to happen? I got to get down into that to get a treatment? I think that's where the big controversy, like you said, kind of comes into is, is yeah. like, what is it doing to the profession? Kind of like, I'm not sure how you feel about it, but people are claiming, you know, chiropractic adjustments can boost the immune system by 200% and da-da-da-da. And then like the WFC comes on to like, yeah, none of that's actually accurate. The research wasn't that great. And pretty much you're probably going to get in trouble in a couple of weeks or a couple of months for these advertisements on Facebook and things like that with your board. So you need to be careful. Yeah. I think that with all that, you have to be careful, you know, like you have to be careful with any research. So whenever I cite research, I look at it and I go, what, what is the research and what is it too? Like, how can you say that in a way that makes sense to people too? Mm. So in my practice, I'll say, look, my patients recognize that whenever they are getting adjusted, they say, I feel like I get sick less, less often. My family and I don't get sick as often as we used to. Mm. You know, I used to get sick five, six times a year. Now, you know, I've maybe gotten sick once or twice, you know, those kind of things. There's, there's ways and there's research that's out there. And I know, I know what you're talking about, right? So like the controversy that's there too, and there's a lot of it. Mm -hmm. I kind of look at it as, you know what, it's one of those things where wherever you stand within that, it's going to be the thing that's right for you. Let's not slam each other for it Mm -hmm. because that's where the real, like the infighting that we have that goes on there gets to be a whole problem. And when we start slamming each other for those things and pointing fingers and doing all that, that's where I feel like it gets to be a very confusing and muddied situation. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, if that really worked, like us pointing fingers at each other and doing that kind of a thing, we would we would be successful. We would win. Yeah, it's not happening. It's just holding each other back at this point. Yeah. You know, it's just bifurcating the room and just making it to where it's uh, we become overall less successful. So what is something that 
either can make you look good on camera or if you're doing a news segment, you're going to go in there. Are there certain things that almost every news channel is are going to be looking for as far as what type of delivery they want or what type of content that makes them be like, yes, that was a really good segment. We want you back. For sure. So it has to be, if you're going to do a news segment, it has to be timely, right? Mm. So it has to be one that's timely. So right now, you're not going to be talking about things like, because uh, we're in the middle of the coronavirus and COVID and all that kind of thing, right? So you're not going to be talking about things as far as like sports or sports injuries or that, because there's no sports. On. Maybe ergonomics. Everyone's working from home. Right. Everybody's working from home. So that kind of thing. Yeah. So you can talk about that. You can talk about things that are timely at that at that moment in time, but it has to be hot right now. If it was hot last week, you missed it. It's over. It's done. Are you pitching them? Yes, I pitch them. There are plenty of times where they come to me and they pitch me and they go, what do you think about doing a segment on this? Mm. And I'll say, yeah, that's that's within my lane. That's a hard thing for, for us as chiropractors too, is to look at it as this is my lane. So it's not just what your lane is as far as you perceive it, but how the news station perceives that. So when you're starting to build that relationship with the news station, it's easier to just be like, this is my lane that I'm going to stay in. Mm-hmm. And then as we start to build the relationship and they, as the news station starts to understand, and they, as the audience starts to understand more of what you do, because you've started to kind of work in some of the other aspects, you can then widen that lane and then go, okay, this is how come I can talk about this, or this is why I would want to mention this, because I'm talking about this aspect of health and wellness and whatever it is. It's difficult because a lot of times as chiropractors, we tend to not specialize and niche down. We tend to truly, really go very wide before we go deep into a topic. Yeah. I could take care of knees and shoulders and elbows and fingers. Maybe not talk about that on the news. Maybe just focus on the simple bread and butter, neck and back pain. Unless, unless you're really great at that. Unless it's like you're really great at, you know, I'm the best one to help people. I work with orthopedic surgeons on this and that and the other. And I kept so many people from having, you know, knee surgeries or carpal tunnel or whatever it is. Great. That's a niche that you can talk about. Now, how are you going to take that niche, whatever it is, and make it timely to the audience right now? Mm-hmm. And so going back to what you said, if let's say it was, I'm, I'm a great extremity doc and that's what I'm known for. Well, then I probably would want to talk about home ergonomics and how do I tie that into carpal tunnel or this going on with something else in extremity. So it's taking what the timely thing is, taking the thing that you're really gifted at and meshing those two things together. And once you've done that enough, then you can start to widen that that out more and more so that people start to think of you in a different way as opposed to you're just this and you can be just that there's nothing wrong with it and go really deep in it you'll just have fewer opportunities to to make your presence known on the news so when we're doing youtube videos and things on facebook are we still doing timely whatevers or are we listening to like i've heard before listen to what your patients are asking questions about and then that becomes a video oh you definitely do that that's great because if one patient's asking there's a bunch more that are asking Okay. You know, so like the home ergonomics one, patients were asking me. And so I started asking them questions about how there's, what, what does your setup look like? Where are you mostly working from? And I did video on the top three places that people said they're working. In my practice, it was the kitchen table, the couch, and the, uh, the bar, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a video on those three places because those are the three places that people are saying that they're working the most from. And so I, I gave them tips and strategies that they could use where it costs no money or little money that they could get their office space set up. And it was a good video and people appreciated it. So yeah, so you can do it like that. Making it timely makes it to where it's going to be more, more something that people are going to consume and look at and find out about. But yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is what's the thing you're most interested in, whatever it is. Like I shoot videos and I do those and I do new segments because I, I want to know about them. Like I'm interested in it. 
I think it would be interesting. And if somebody else finds it interesting too, cool. Um, I've certainly had some new segments that were shared a ton and I've had other ones that were shared like a couple times. I'm like, that's okay. I liked it. I was happy with doing that segment. Cause you're going to have to prepare for those anyway. Yeah. You got to prepare for it. You got to be ready. That's the other thing about the news session. Like they, they want to know that you're prepared and that you're ready and that you're going to deliver because you don't know. It's not like I'm going to submit. These are the three questions I want you to ask me or the five questions I want you to ask me. I don't know unless you're paying to be on TV. That's the only time that they're really going to say, yes, give us your questions that you want us to ask you. That's not how it works. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Most news stations do not want you to give them that because they're like, no, we're not, you're not going to spoon feed this whole thing. Like we're going to ask you the questions we feel are right so that we're making sure to add value to our, our audience, right? You've got to make sure that that's done a right way. Like you said, are you pitching them? If you pitch the right way, the questions are going to kind of be like, well, that's the obvious question that I would ask, mm-hmm. right? So you kind of, you can skew it to your favor, but you still don't know what direction they're going to go. You still have no idea what it is that they're going to, they're going to ask. It's all live. That's true too. Yeah. On my last segment, I just did, my segments are normally like three minutes to five minutes long. And five minutes is a really long segment, but three to five minutes. Well, they had some technical difficulties because they're doing it like, it's like Skype interview. Uh, right we're doing right now so it's skype interview well they had technical difficulties and things like that and then before we knew it time had gone by that we had allotted for it and they were like hey um we've got this announcement that the governor is going to come on and give for here for the state of missouri and every and for our city and all that kind of stuff we've got 60 seconds what can you give us in 60 seconds i was like let's go (laughs) (laughs) what i typically have got crushed into 60 seconds and I had to cut a lot of stuff. So I was like, Hey, this is what we're, this is what I'll cut. This is what we're going with. Let's go. So, wow. Time to fly. Yeah. When we're making videos, I've had episodes about the, some of this stuff. So I'm trying not to make it to like the most basic stuff, but in your opinion, having a good light source, do we need a nice microphone or can we just use the one that comes with our phone? Do we need like one of those circle circle lights that our phone fits in or, or what will she do? What's like makes your videos look better without having to go crazy? Well, number one is I would say just use what you've got. Whatever you have, like use that. Yeah, lighting's going to be best if you have an external mic and use that and plug that in and all that. The problem is, is that most people use all those things as excuses as to not do it, right? Well, I, I don't to get have it. the lighting. I don't have the microphone. I don't. It's going to sound echoey in here. It won't be as good. Don't worry about that. Like start doing it. And just like we talked about before, embrace the suck and go forward and keep doing it. And then, then you can go, well, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for that microphone to get here, I'm still going to shoot this. Because what ends up happening is, is that, and, and this has happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to you, it's happened to everybody, where you go, this would make a great video that I should share. Because this patient asked me about this, and I'm going to do a video on this. And then you go, well, the light is not right. It, you know, I like to do it by this window because it gives me good light. And, oh, you know what, my... My, my external mic isn't really working that well or whatever it is. Like I'm not wearing the right shirt for it today. I don't, I, you know, this color doesn't, whatever it is. Just zoom into your face. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll find all the excuses in the world to not do it. And then all of a sudden we go, well, I'll, I'll order the light. I'll order the mic. I'll order all the thing. I'll get all the stuff. And then by the time you get it, then you forgot what you were even going to say anyway. And you don't want to do it. Oh, it's so complicated. Oh, it's too much. So just, do it. just, I can't tell you. The vast majority of my videos have been on my phone, just shooting on my phone. It's no mic, no light, no nothing. I'm just literally holding the thing and I shoot the video and, and it's just, that's it. 
Is yeah. it the absolute best and does it have the highest quality and does it? No, but who cares? I'm getting right. the message out there. That's what matters. And you can take two or three takes. I mean, you yeah. don't have to go around and start editing it and have different angles and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they know you're a chiropractor. They're not expecting, in my opinion, your yeah. patients aren't expecting a, a lot from you. <laughs> no, just want the information. If it's Instagram and you're the prehab guys, you might, but that's a whole other skill set that you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I miss anything that, that, that some of the things that we were trying to cover? I mean, I think that that's kind of the, the big stuff is that, you know, in talking about those things, like getting the message out is the most important thing. And here's the thing too, that I think is important to realize is that video isn't the only way to get the message out. I'm just better at talking on camera and doing video than I am to write something out. I'm not as good at, if you ask me to write it all out and make like a long form post and do all those kind of things, I'm not as good at it. You know, some of them will be good, but not as consistently. And so it takes me a lot more work and effort. And as everybody said, if you do a video, the nice thing is you can get that transcribed for free. I mean, I've got resources for that. Then that becomes a a blog post in written form. You put your video embedded in there. Now you got a bunch of OSCO. And if you wanted to, you can strip the audio and make a a podcast that no one's really going to listen to probably. But (laughs) it's out there. there. It's out there and it's another click on Google to make your your site look strong. So. That's how videos are so good uh, with that. But at the same time, you could just grab your phone and record question and answer and put that somehow on like, you know, you can create that into a video as well if you need to. Look, there's so many different ways to do it. It's just finding the one that you're comfortable with and then doing it. Yeah. Yeah, You know, like that's that's what it comes down to. The vast majority of people, they're like, there's probably not a thing here. Maybe some of the the new stuff that I've said, they're Mm -hmm. like, ooh, I didn't think about that. But there's probably nothing else that I've really shared that someone hasn't heard before. And I don't mean like to make it trivial uh, or anything like that, but I mean it as in most people have heard that stuff before and they're like, yeah, that's right. I should do it. And then I'll start tomorrow, next week. I'll start. So the thing is, is that like take action, right? Like yeah. what's going to be the thing that makes you like, you listen to this right now, you grab your phone and you put pause on it right now. Well, actually, first give 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 you a review, right? Yes. And like, yeah, and, and do that, and then and then go right to shooting a video, like right now. Like, what's the thing that you? As we were talking about a question that a patient asked, or a topic that you think is a good one, without trying to like, oh, I got to research this and do it. Like, just something that you know, I could shoot a video on this right now. What popped in your head? Yeah, just whatever. There's plenty, plenty of things out there that docs know that they're very very exceptional at. And that they're great at communicating in one way or the other, and they could do it right now, but they let other things get in the way instead of taking action. So make it a priority and do it. On the interview, I like to switch things up. Awesome. So we do a little personal questions. Great. All right. You said you, uh, you're married and, and Christian and, and all that kind of stuff. So the, the, the first one will be vacation. Ugh, we're business owners. It's so hard to take off. How do you do it? How do you do vacation? Yeah, you know, when you close the office, you lose money. So some people are like, yeah. I haven't taken a vacation in five years. And they're proud yeah. of that. Like, that's horrible to me. It, it, it is. And really, you know, I'm here in the States. So that's that's kind of the, the way of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like just hustle and grind and go and don't worry about the recharge and the reset. I, I personally believe that you need to have some type of time to recharge and reset, um, whatever that is. So for some people, that may be, well, I work Monday through Friday seeing patients or whatever it is. Well, then do Monday through Wednesday. No one's going to condemn you for that. And Thursday to Sunday, whatever it is, go fishing, go hunting, go whatever, you know, like go, I don't do that, but maybe that's your thing, you know, right. and we're from, we're from sportsman in paradise, you know? Like, like, yeah. That's exactly what people would be saying. Like, oh yeah, let's go kill yeah. some deer. 
Exactly, right? Like that's that's that would be our thing. But you know, but whatever it is, like go for a hike, go for a walk, like take your family to go do something so that you can just have that moment as a reset and a recharge. It's I like I like the way that uh, that overseas they talk about. They talk about taking a holiday, right? It's not a vacation from life, it's taking a holiday so that you're actually having that moment to just celebrate the time that you're devoting to your yourself, your family, whatever it is. So that then you can go back. Typically, what ends up happening whenever docs do that is they notice, man, my practice actually went up because my energy was different. Mm-hmm. I gave myself that time to reset and recharge and just refocus. And man, when I got back in there, boom, it, it went up. But you can't take your foot off the pedal, that's for sure, because we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So there is a balance within that. Me personally, even whenever I was a solo doc, like I had my own practice, but solo doc in my practice, I still made sure to just take that time off so that I would have time with my, my wife and my kids. But we all know that when we do that, if it's not done correctly, if you don't have things set up as far as appointments go after that for whenever you get back into the practice, if they aren't scheduled out, then what ends up happening, it usually takes anywhere between two to four weeks to get back to where you were before that, that time. So you've got to make sure that you have things set up correctly. So you've got, all right, as soon as I get back in, you're going to be back on track. And that's a front desk thing. Like, you know, you're going to go on a trip in two weeks. So you got to care plans, pre-scheduling, yep. whatever it is you're doing, like your front desk got to be on it. So like, Hey, when I come back on Wednesday, it has to be a full schedule. Yep. And then somebody could be covering the phone. I mean, yeah. your staff might be off, but maybe they cover the phone for you. Like you pay them like, Hey, look, if you cover the phone and answer and, re- and schedule a new patients, when we come back, I will pay you for that time. Yeah. No, it, there's so many different ways of doing that. Really? I mean, we make time for it because whenever I, I'm one of those people, whenever I'm in work mode, I'm really in work mode and it's hard for me to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And so I have to make sure that I do that and turn that off. And I have structured things certain ways to make sure that I do that because I've learned from it. I'm self-aware enough for myself to know that. And so I think it's about knowing who you are and knowing what works for you and what it is that you need to do in order to give yourself that time and know the things that you've got to do to make sure that you're, you're addressing the things that recharge you and that your family might need from you. Right. And that's the follow-up question. You're married. A lot of people end up in divorce, which I'm not a big fan of. Obviously that's just not good. But um, what are some of the things that maybe that you do to keep the love alive, to have that balance, uh, stay happy? Oh yeah, man. Uh, I date my wife. So yes, I date my wife, man. I've been dating my wife for going on 21 years. So like still to this day, and it doesn't even matter. It could be a date at home. You know, it could be whatever it is. Right. For me, it's, it's making sure that we're consistently doing that. Like week in, week out, every single week. It's like, we need to have that time just to have a date. And, and that might be something at home that might be, you know, right now it's hard to go. You can't go out of the, out of the house, but you know, it's, it's dating, man. And it's, it's listening. And so the other thing that I really do is, is that, and all these things, I don't mean to make it sound like it's just like, Oh, it's just, that's, that's not easy. No, it's just time. And it's also listening. So like I said, I tend to get into work mode and not really, not really think about too many other things. I get into work mode and that's kind of it. And my wife is very patient and good at, Hey, remember how I told you I need this from you? It's oh like, yeah. Oh, yes. Is is it that time right now where I need to oh I need to refocus on you? I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, you know, and so so I'm I'm really blessed in the fact that she she's patient with me on those things, but that she's also consistent in making sure to communicate with me as well. 
And so she'll communicate with me. And if I don't hear the first time, she'll still communicate with me a couple more times in a kind way. And then I understand you're in work mode, but I need you to be in home mode or time mode or whatever that is. And that took us communicating back and forth to figure that out and understanding where each other are instead of just assuming where we are too. And so, so that's, that's one of those things. Like I take that consideration. I don't just, there have been times where, and I'll, I'll full transparency. There have been times where she has said things to me and before I was in the right headspace, like I would, I would be like, I'm trying to get this stuff done to keep the practice going and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I understand, but if you want to keep our marriage going and our relationship going, these are the things that we need to do too. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm working to have a life. I'm not, you know, having a life to work, you know, yeah. like it, it's, that's not my life. My life is with my wife and my kids and my family and all that kind of stuff. That's my life. This is the thing I, I love to do chiropractic and I love having my office and I love our patients in our community, but I also love my wife and my kids, you know, and I don't think anybody would blame you for putting them before the other. So right. I, I just, I think that we all have to figure out what works for us as a couple and as a relationship and communicate that, like what our actual needs are. People have a hard time communicating needs. I think too, like most of the people, you know, I wouldn't say most, but 20 to five years old, I say you get married. You're not going to be the same person when you're 35. No. And so when you're 25 and you're in the practice and you're like, there's going to be some scars or some hurt feelings for a while, while you learn and while she learns and sure. to communicate better. And you have to, at some point, like, okay, we're going to start over now and start fresh. That way we don't have this resentment that built up. We got to let it go oh, and it. you move it on. Like, it's just, we're not going to be born with this looking back with all this knowledge that we have now. What, what the, the worst thing to have, as far as I see, is that is to have things like regret, right? Like I don't, I don't want to look back and regret that I, I didn't take the time. Like I didn't take time to take vacations. I didn't take time to, to spend time with my wife. I didn't take time to do different things. I, whatever it is, I don't want to have regret on any of that. I want to make sure that, that I look back and I go, man, I'm happy with how that, that all planned out. I'm happy with those things. And those things that maybe I didn't accomplish that were on my list, but that I still worked towards and everything. It's like, but that's okay. Cause I, there's have to be give and take within that too. But I don't think that that should change how much you want to hustle or work or actually focus attention on the things that you want. It's what are you giving yourself as far as time goes? Like, are you investing time or are you spending time? And there's a big difference between those two things. And far too often we're spending time instead of investing our actual time. So true. Well, Dr. Alex, where can people get in touch with you and find more information? Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, get in touch with me on social media. So Dr. Alex Vidan, so D-R-A-L-E-X-V-I-D-A-N. I'm at Dr. Alex Vidan on, on all social media. So connect with me there. If anybody's interested about anything about the TV stuff, you can go on Tick TV. So T-I-C-T-V uh, dot rocks. So tick TV dot rocks. You can check out stuff there. And if they're interested in anything, like we talked about, like I, I teach on temperament, different joint dysfunction and all that kind of stuff. And those kind of things you can go on dr. TMJD.com. Wow. Dot rocks. That's a thing, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I need to go back and about. look at all the dot things these uh, days. Cause there's so many, I think there's so many, but I saw the <laughs> dot rocks. I was like, yes, I, I like that. We're going with that. So, <laughs> Well, Doc, I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you rock. It, and uh, um, I'm glad we got to be able to reschedule and, and finally connect on this thing. So, you too. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. And thanks for what you're doing to help other people out there in, in our community and other docs. So, thank you. Another great interview has ended. 
while you're on your phone, click that review button. Write up a nice review for me. Five stars if you could. As everyone says in the industry, it'll help other people to find us when we have enough rankings. Not to mention, I'll mention you and your review on an upcoming episode. If you follow me at all on Instagram, you know you only get one link. So I use a link tree. And so it's a doctorsperspective.net slash links with an S. And that's going to give you everything you need to know. The top episodes of 2017 and 2018, the podiatry series, dentist, acupuncture series, holiday 2017, financial series, how to write a review, how to support the show, like buying a cup of coffee, getting swag, like t-shirts, the Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health book, that's the blueprints for better health, exercise, picking food correctly, and financial. And then of course, bundle packs, which can get you the No Needle Acupuncture book, 40 common conditions, including the electric acupuncture pin at a great deal. The resources page has some of the products that I like. It's a affiliate style. So if you buy something from them, I get a piece of that. Just like on the show notes pages, if you buy a book from clicking that link, I get a small piece of that as well. So I really appreciate that. Things like Screencast-O-Matic, PureVPN, Missing Letter, JLab Speakers, Prolone Edge or Hawk Grips. Uh, once again, if you do need any coaching on how to improve some of your blood work, drop weight, and the Prolone Diet, Fast Mimicking Diet, five-day plan, let me know as well as if you just need some coaching, whether it's health, whether it's marketing, whether you need some practice growth, etc. Reach out. Facebook, Justin Trosclair, MCC. Of course, at a doctorsperspective.net on the top right, you got all the social media icons that you can imagine. Click your favorite and reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please tell a friend, pass it along. You can go to .net slash listen. It's just that easy. It'll open up right in your app. And don't forget, I appreciate you. Listen, critically think, and integrate. See you on the mini-sodes on Thursdays and Saturdays. Hope you're enjoying those. I'm definitely having fun summarizing these podcasts in less than 10 minutes for you. You get the nuggets without having to waste your time. Have a great week. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. I hope you will listen and integrate what some of these guests have said. By all means, please share across your social media, write a review, and if you go to the show notes page, you can find all the references for today's guest. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.